This is Money Beat from the Wall Street Journal. Now from our studios in New York, here are Paul Vigna and Stephen Grosser. With the Model S, Tesla became the environmentally conscious status symbol of the rich and wealthy and well-to-do in Silicon Valley now. With the Model 3 about to be unveiled, Tesla hopes to become the environmentally st- the environmentally conscious status symbol of everyone from Silicon Valley to Passaic Valley. Welcome to Money Beat. I'm Paul Vigna. I'm Steve Grosser. Are you going to buy one, Paul? No, I'm not going to buy one. Because you, you are the definition of every man. I am the definition of every man. I'm also the definition of an every man who already has a car payment, so I will not be buying another one. It has nothing to do with a car. It has to do with what I can afford. We are joined today by Heard on the Street writers Spencer Jacob and Charlie Grant. So, so I guess, Charlie, let's let you lead this one off. Tesla, Model 3, they've been talking about this thing for a long time. Why does it matter? Well, this is what the company and has bet itself on and what investors are betting on. Um, Tesla has long been successful in making luxury cars for a small segment of the population. This is their big chance to really break in and compete with the majors. Um, and the stock investors can't get enough of the stock. And a lot of it depends on what they show and what they are able to actually roll out and deliver to customers in the coming year. How much um, can you talk to me about what investors are actually expecting with Tesla? Because the stock, largely for years now, has just gone up. Um, <laughs> why? It, be- it beats me. I've been bearish on this stock, and the doubters like me have been proven wrong t- time after time after time. Um, but there's a lot of hope that Tesla can deliver a great product at a profit. Um, the auto industry is known for very thin profit margins. A lot of things can go wrong. You need technical precision that Tesla has not yet demonstrated. Um, but investors investors are willing to put the cart before the horse in 2017. Yeah. I was going to say, it's a, the bear's lament, right? I mean, you know, the hot stock, um, you know, can make you look silly. But um, Charlie is, is too modest to, to say it. But I mean, everything he's been, he's been right about everything except the, the share price. I mean, he's you know, has been cautious. And if you look at the expectations for any kind of, you know, positive uh, free cash flow or earnings or whatever from Tesla, it keeps getting pushed farther and farther and farther away. So he's been absolutely correct about that and the need to go keep going back to the well to investors for money. Uh, he's been spot on. It's just that the, you know, investors assign such a extremely high valuation to the company and, you know, they keep keep believing in it. But this is this is an important moment, right? This is when the rubber hits the road, literally uh, and figuratively. So, the, I mean, investors are essentially ignoring a lot in the hopes that so, at some point down the road, Tesla will start, you know, generating huge profits, right? Absolutely, and and that moment keeps getting pushed back. I have some stats here from you. This is what analysts expect in earnings now, and what they expected a year ago. Mm. So, for this year, these are adjusted non-GAAP numbers. Um, analysts expect a loss of $6.12 a share. A year ago at this time, they were expecting a $2.33 a share profit. 2018, they're expecting a small loss, $0.88. Cents, but a year ago, they were expecting 6 bucks and 11 cents a share in profit. Even 2019, they're still expecting the money to start rolling in then, but they expected $12.38 a share a year ago and now 5 bucks. So that's interesting. I mean, and the stock's gone straight up as these analyst estimates keep going so slash. I wonder why are the estimates getting I mean, we knew a year ago they were working on this Model 3, right? I yes. mean, it's not you know, you would I would think 
the estimates would be going in the other direction. People would be excited, thinking that this is going to be a big moneymaker, this Model 3. How much of this, too? Is why it, is this going in, why is it going in the other direction? Well, part of it is the Solar City deal, which was announced but not yet closed. Solar mm-hmm. City is, to put it kindly, a financial mess, and that is now part of, part of the business. But, but Tesla, if you're a Tesla shareholder, you can't separate this from right. the parts that you like. It's all been rolled under one roof, for better or worse, and that's what you're buying. Well, I guess one of the questions I have is about the production promises that they make. They have these targets, and you've written in the, you know your herd column that they have regularly missed those targets. Especially, I think it was a hundred thousand in two thousand seventeen for the Model Three. Um, they they produce they they said five hundred thousand total cars by twenty eighteen. Okay, um, and they're not going to get there. There's just no way. They're not. No. Um, they're producing about twenty five, twenty six thousand a quarter currently, so that's about a hundred thousand total. Total, both, all, 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 call, all in. All, right. Um, and Elon Musk said his most recent forecast was that they're going to deliver thirty cars um, at the event tomorrow night or Friday night, and by December they're going to be making twenty thousand a month. So, given. Even if he's on the mark with this, and he rarely is with his forecasts, um, they're not going to reach these numbers. But there's a supply issue because they they're going to have building you know an automated factory is really hard to pull off, and they're still ordering getting equipment in place. It seems. Um, and there's also a demand issue. Auto sales are starting to flag across mm-hmm. the United States, and sedans in particular. Have been hard hit. I mean, so the- and, and there's some other options out there too, right? I mean, yeah. I, I was at a, a GM dealership two weeks ago. I saw um, a car I could have bought right there on the spot that is uh, the, was selling for the same price that the Model Three is supposed to sell for. Was it an electric, nice. a hybrid? What it was, was it? it was the Bolt. Bolt it was yeah. the yeah, uh, it was uh, it's for sale today. Not uh, it's not very widely available, but it was there. Look, look good. Yeah. Looked like it would drove. You know what I think of it for those anyone listening who's was uh, old enough to uh, have seen this movie in the 80s or, you know, remembers the scene, you know, Michael Keaton in uh, Gung Ho where yeah. there's this thing, right? <laughs> and then he wow. promises to make all these cars and all this stuff and then, like, you know, they're sort of straining to do it and then they drive the, the you know, car off the assembly line and he gets in and the, all the Japanese, because the Japanese company bought the company and then the car falls apart, literally, like as soon as he gets in and slams the door. I mean, it's like, it looks good, you know, but na- now we get to see. And this is a... This is not like a, some tech company for which you have no benchmark, right? I mean, this is now a car maker that's the most valuable automaker in the United States or ha- has, you know, dipped above right. and below that mark, right? And there are real car makers that make cars and sell them every day, um, including electric vehicles, against which you can benchmark it now. Now, they're, now they need to actually be measured against uh, companies that – you know, um, aren't very highly valued anyway, right? Uh, Spencer gets three points for the gung-ho reference, so he is now in the lead. Let's take a little break here. When we come back, we're talking about Tesla and the new Model 3 with Charlie Grant and Spencer Jacob from Her on the Street. This is Money Beat from The Wall Street Journal. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. Robert Half is here to help. Our recruiting professionals utilize our proprietary AI to connect businesses with highly skilled talent. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. For more insights, enable the Wall Street Journal skill on any device with Amazon Alexa. 
Get all of our podcasts, as well as the latest news and market updates. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously. This is Money Beat from the Wall Street Journal. Now from our studios in New York, here are Paul Vigna and Stephen Grosser. Welcome back to Money Beat. Paul and Stephen here in the studio in New York City talking about Tesla, the Model 3, and obscure 80s movies. Uh, Stephen Grosser, I think you wanted to kick us off here. You wanted to follow up on a point that Spencer had made in the first segment. Just talking about the competition, I mean, one of the things it seems like investors have long held of Tesla is they have a big lead in sort of building electric cars and autonomous cars and all that. But a lot of news of late and, you know, probably a year now has sort of suggested that that lead is not going to hold up for much longer, right? I was wondering if you guys could talk about some of the competition from Apple, Volvo. You already mentioned GM that is sort of hitting um, these companies. Sure. Or um, hitting Tesla. Sure. Well, the big tech majors are all – you know, investing in autonomous technology. They're working. Google's been working on this for years. Um, they don't update their progress nearly as regularly as Tesla does, so investors don't know. But they're making an assumption that Google's behind. We don't have that. There's no actual evidence that Google's put out to suggest that. Meanwhile, traditional automakers, and this is entirely to Elon Musk's credit, he's made the industry get serious about electric cars. But that presents a serious threat to the stock. GM is already out with a car that is not as cool as a Tesla, does not have the brand cachet, but it has similar you know, specifications, and it's already out. You can buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, there isn't a waiting list. Um, other, you know, Volkswagen, because, in part because of their troubles with European regulators and the diesel emissions, emissions, they are getting very serious about electric cars. In the next couple of years, we're going to start to see significant, these investments start to pay off. So in the past, well, and, and Volvo, right? Did I miss Vol- Volvo? Yes, Vol- Volvo too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, in big the, statement out of them. In in the past, the investors have been willing to forgive Musk for missing his production timelines, and it, it hasn't mattered because there's no other competition. But eventually, if you if you keep slipping on this stuff, then you're not the leader, and what you have is a money losing yeah. operation that doesn't have any special you, edge, you and know, that, that then things get really scary on the investment front. And that gets to something that I'm, I'm going to tee you up here, Charlie. I know you're going to love this. Uh, you know, you look at a lot of what Tesla does in it, and it, it looks fantastic, right? The, the Model S is it's a great looking car. It's got the cachet, like you said. Um, even with the solar industry, like they released their first product for those solar panels, and it was we're going to make. Your your solar roof is going to be – it's going to look like a regular roof, right? It's not the big clunky tiles you see now, but it's little regular solar re- – regular roofing tiles that are actually solar panels. And I thought, wow, that looks really fantastic. That's a great mm-hmm. idea. Tesla releases a lot of things that look good, and Elon Musk loves to talk up the company. He does it on Twitter. He's all these announcements. He's a great showman. Uh, but when it comes to something like just – production schedules, to meeting targets, to doing all those things. He, he isn't quite as good at that. No, not at all. And I mean, those and those things are hard, I mean, to be fair. I sure. mean, but but investors are choosing to place an emphasis on the flashy stuff and blowing off the substance. And that's worked for years. Yeah. But it's not going to work forever. Either Tesla is going to catch up on the substance and justify the faith, or they're not, and it's going to start to matter. When? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. I thought it would have happened already. But-, but but, but this, just, this speaks to the point like that you've written about, I think, over and over. If you, if you read Charlie's heart. Do you think I'm repetitive? No, but it's a very legitimate. You're thematic. You're thematic. The balance sheet and, the, like, you know, and how much investors forgiving Tesla is important 
to the you know sort of Tesla's balance sheet and uh, Tesla's you know uh, survival as a company or performance as a company. Yeah, I mean they they live uh, hand to mouth essentially. I mean every six months they go to the market for capital, and the market's been willing to give it to them. But if if they miss one capital raise. Then they have a big problem, yeah. and you know that you know that is a scary way. Some people are comfortable living with that risk. I'm not. I think that's I think that's a crazy yeah. way to invest. Yeah, I mean, there's the, the saying, right? Is it doesn't matter until it does, right? But it really does matter for this company because when your business model not only not only do you have a, a stock that at least to us appears you know grossly inflated, but your the viability of your business depends on your share price being high. That's always a a, a, a bad sign, right? And and because they need to go to the they, they certainly can't go to the debt capital markets to uh, to pay for this thing because you know debt investors can add and subtract, and they're not you know they're not sort of you know euphoric, right? It's not it's not mom and pop anymore. It's it's people you know who sharpen their pencils. You have to go to the equity market, and if the that valuation slips, then the whole venture sort of begins to look very, very shaky. You know, the interesting thing is, look, Elon is a creature of Silicon Valley, right? He comes out of it. And this is a this is sort of a typical business model for Silicon Valley startups, right? You get a lot of hype. You get a product. It looks great. You sell it. You have this great narrative that people just buy into. They push your valuation up. And you keep that going until the point where you exit. You get out. But in Tesla's case, they are now a publicly traded company. And they're now a big company. I mean, it's, of course, it's conceivable somebody could just buy them and then they're out. But I mean, it doesn't seem like that's the exit strategy for them anymore. But they're playing by that other that other narrative of get big, get sexy, and have somebody interested in you. How long can they play that yeah. game? Great, that's a great point. I mean, they they're, they're your investors are essentially pitting this exceptional brand value, and to full right. credit to them, it is an exceptional yes. brand. Um, but they're pitting this brand value against hundreds of years of financial history and a, a full century of history of the auto industry. Yeah. And they'll tell you it's not a car company. That is bogus. It is a car company. <laughs> uh, this is this is a, a big concern of mine. And eventually I'm betting on history and reality winning. It, it's losing so far, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I, I, that's such a great pull well, quote. That is a pull quote right there. I would also point out, and that's sort of where your analogy with a typical Silicon Valley company comes is, is problematic, Paul, because in reality – this is a car company. This isn't a capital-intensive business with you know, right, largely right, low exactly. margins. In fact, you know, in fact, uh, Elon Musk had no choice but to almost you know market it strongly, try to raise as much capital as mm-hmm. possibly could do. Because how else do you break into the, you know the car industry? Yeah, there, there's a reason why Ford and GM have essentially not you know, and Volkswagen have essentially. There's been decades since a viable startup emerged in the auto right. industry and actually stuck around. And there's a good reason for that. It's really hard. Right. Well, hey, what was that movie? Tucker? Wasn't that Tucker with yeah. Jeff Bridges? Right? Another 80s movie. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. Now that we're on 80s. See, there's so many good 80s. Well, I guess the, cars the, were big in the 80s in Hollywood. Well, the headlight you know? that moved. With right. This, yeah, uh, that right. Was, that, that was, was the startup. Yeah. They drove them out. Yeah. yeah. No and, that, that was, and that was 100 years ago. And that was 100 years ago. Right, right. Yeah, right. and then yeah, yeah, he's like we're talking about, what Delorean, right? That, that comes to mind, right? Delorean, yeah, yeah. right? You know. mm-hmm. Another flashy, you know, a lot of street cred. Couldn't make money off, yeah. and of course, John Delorean had other issues. Yeah, a few other issues. Elon Musk doesn't exactly. have. Wait, right. Let's hope not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, let, let's let's wrap this up and let's talk about the immediate future. So, the Model Three is going to be unveiled. Uh, 
big thing? You know, what are the what are the next things to look for at a Tesla? Well, then you got to watch the production ramp, um, okay. and also importantly. All the focus is going to go to Model 3. You've got to watch the luxury sedan sales, the Model S and the Model X. Tesla loses money on an overall basis, you know, as is, but they're going to need those high-margin sales to hold up to keep the financials somewhat passable. And there have been some, a, little, a couple warning signs. Um, demand is kind of flat for four quarters now. Hmm. Um, they've produced more cars than they've delivered. It's something like six consecutive quarters. Um so that's going to be important. They, those can't fall off. And so they've got to keep those up while ramping up right. this car. So, so in other There's words, a lot to juggle here. In, in other words, you don't want a situation where people were, were kind of stretching for a Model S and, and you know, had that sort of aspirational buyer who now says, oh, I'm not, forget the Model S. I'm just going to buy this one that's much cheaper and it's mm-hmm. the same thing. You know, yeah. they, they don't want that dynamic. Right, right. And then a used Model S will be probably not that much more expensive than a Model 3. Um, so Tesla might try to push some buyers to an S or an X, which yeah. is great. But then this, they need this launch to get off the ground to realize you know, the economies of scale that make the auto business work. So real quick, it sort of strikes me as we go into this, you know, the rest of the year and into 2018, announcements about regarding its production, how many cars it's producing, how many you know, Model 3s it's producing – I can see the stock being very sort of volatile around those announcements. Absolutely. I and mean, yeah. this is already a volatile yes. stock. It, yes. I mean, if earlier this month it fell into bear market territory for about five minutes. And yeah. Then it came back. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, but supporting the volatility point. Right. Yes. Yes. Right. I mean, right. 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 Right, and also Friday's unveiling of the car. I mean, what, what's going to go wrong? I mean, yeah. it's, it's just it's just what he's no. going to say, right? The car. I'm sure the car will. Look great, you know. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's probably another kind of adding to the to the excitement that, but it marks a turning stone because now they're now they're producing them. Now they have to. Now you can see yeah. sales, and now it's mass exactly. market. Now I think it's, that's, you know, I think it's the next like six months, you know, year over from much longer yeah. that is really cre- yeah. uh, key to investors and what they're so, be watching so, for the stock. Needless to say, they're not going to ask Michael Keaton to reenact his scene from Gung Ho, are they? No, <laughs> seems or, unlikely. Seems right. unlikely. Or the yeah. founder. Right, or the founder. <laughs> as hot as Michael Keaton is right now. So, all right. Uh, Charlie Spencer, thank you very much. Everyone, thank you for listening. We will talk to you soon. Enjoy our podcast? Then listen in your car. Before you start down the road, just sync your smartphone using Bluetooth or plug into the USB port. Got Apple CarPlay? Just tap on the podcast app and search for WSJ. So, the next time you're getting behind the wheel, take us along and enjoy the ride. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.